Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us, as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Bone Thrower's Theater. We are returning to Elements of War Season 2. My name is Jordan, and I am the master of ceremonies, the game master, the bringer of pain. My name is Aaron, and I am Sam Faluge. This is Jeremy, and I am playing Julian Illix. This is Johnny playing Chime North. And this is Jeff playing Jer Lan. So previously, all the party members got together and banded together to publicly kill a seven-year-old child. Yeah. In the middle of the day. <laughs> yep. Yep. That In happened. a park. In a public park. That happened. Surrounded by tall apartment buildings where everyone could see us. So what do you think the fallout from that was? Well, I don't know. It depends on... I mean, it was pretty obvious. This kid was, like, causing yeah. earthquakes and magma and, like, all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. This was no ordinary child, and anybody who was there would have said as much. I'd like to believe. Well, we they should We prevented have. <laughs> the decimation of an entire city. So we were hailed as heroes. The end. We're never hailed as heroes. <laughs> No, unfortunately, I don't think that's how things worked out. Because the Council of Consiglio of North Belisara, they're not really keen on other people other people doing anything. So, yeah, they're, they're not fans of proactive members of society. And there's been a lot that's happened over the past few weeks in yeah. Consiglio. So they're just going to crack down harder. So we're going to go ahead and say that a week has passed. Ooh, a week. Wow. That's a long time. <laughs> so funny. Because we take a year to do like three days. It's been probably a few weeks since the start of Elements of War. Okay. But now, a, a week since the park scene? Yes. And... Okay. So, what have you all been up to for that week? <laughs> I kind of had the feeling, because where Julian left off, he passed out. From the exertion of what he had to do. So I was kind of toying around with the idea that he has actually been kind of like in a coma, unconscious. Okay. And we'll say that you've been taken to the healing hand space underneath the chop shop. What, is that where I would have taken him? Yeah, yes. I would imagine so. Because Jared was right there next to Julian. Yeah. So Jared would be the one probably taking care of him. So you scooped him up. Well, yeah. J- both Jerry and Katari were right there. Mm-hmm. So that's probably Oh, uh, yeah, Katari probably would have been like, yeah, let's take him over here. And Jared would have been, eh, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> 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 I'm not part of healing hands. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not with you youngsters anymore. Whippersnappers. Whippersnappers. Yes, all five of them. (laughs) Hooligans. So, do you spend most of your time with the healing hand cell, or are you going to go elsewhere? Or, well, I still have a job as fireman. Right. I guess I would have to explain to them how I, where I've been, and what I've been doing to a satisfactory extent. I mean, you did say at the beginning that it was about time for you to move on. I did. They saddled you with Gaspar Neri quite a bit, so mm-hmm. you had a little bit more freedom of movement than you typically would. Sam, what have you been up to for the past week? How much noise has been made, was, was initially made right afterwards about were any images released or anything like that? Ooh. Even or odd. <laughs> I was hoping that would die uh, in season one. Three. So, yes... There is a lot more presence, and there have been some images released, and mostly it's been like composite sketches. So, okay, not really the most reliable. Got my nose all wrong. Yeah, how dare they? <laughs> my dreadlocks don't look anything like that in real life. They're longer. <laughs> the magma, the like the heat and, and light from the magma that was on the park, 
was actually messing with cameras in the area. And steam. There was a whole bunch yeah, of steam. Yeah, there's a lot of steam. Oh, yeah. So they could only really rely on witness sketches and everything like that. And, you know, there are not a lot of witnesses who are willing to come forward. About a magma fight in the middle of the park? <laughs> yeah. Vincent <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> died in terrible horror with gasoline fake accident. <laughs> We don't get very many Zoolander references on this. <laughs> I guess this is probably contextually accurate. <laughs> so there has been mentioned that Chime North is wanted in in terms of questioning um, because he has not been where he's supposed to be, and they think that he has been connected to recent activities. Also, you're hearing that members of your old unit have been actually brought in to work a new guard detail on base. That bodes quite ill for you there, Shane. Well, Go ahead and make me a knowledge roll. 1D plus 1 in knowledge is not going to get you very far. So. 1! <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a 0. <laughs> plus is just... I, I actually think I put that plus on there this session. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We've been saying it for the past five sessions, pluses. You, you have heard rumors that, that some of the members of your unit, and your unit was known for more intelligence work, right? Mm -hmm. More black ops work. Yeah. So the fact that they're there assigned to guard duty on base is really kind of piqued your interest, I'm assuming. Yeah, because, I mean, either somebody royally screwed something up and they're being punished, or uh, they're not really there for guard duty. We're going to go with the second option on that one. <laughs> nope, they're there for guard duty. Coincidence, no. <laughs> As the detective, there are no coincidences. <laughs> My murder wall says there are no coincidences. So yeah, those are the rumors that you're hearing. Okay. So, Jer, how often are you going to check on Julian? Are you spending most of your time... With him, or are you spending most of your time at the firehouse? How are you, what are you doing? Since we brought up that it was about time that I moved on, I think I'm going to do the whole move on from this position and go somewhere else. You're going to ghost? More or less. Just like a millennial. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> you walked right into it, Jeff. You know, go into hiding at healing hands because I don't want people looking for me. So in other words, you're just disappearing. Mm-hmm. Ghost here. Isn't that what you did before, though? You would change jobs, change your name? Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of okay. vanish? Yeah. So do you have a contact that helps you with that? I am the contact that helps me with that. Okay. 200 years of experience. Yeah, yeah. 200 years of doing it my own. So. Shine, yeah. what have you been up to? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably hiding with healing hands. Katari looks at you at one point and says, Have you ever just thought about... Like, going away. Like, maybe seeing the rest of the world. Yeah, so they have to love that. No. Is this an expansion campaign? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to unlock a new area on the map. we got to pay another $60 to do that. <laughs> oh, you're, you're going to give me $60? Okay. <laughs> no, I can't say that I have ever thought of uh, leaving Consiglio. Healing hands can provide a lot more opportunities if you need to disappear. It's probably a good idea at this point. For the sake of uh, staying alive, that's probably not a bad idea to completely disappear. All right. Uh, well, we're going to have to keep you here for a while because, you know, things, things are a little hot. <laughs> Just a little bit. But um, we'll go ahead and see what we can do. I'm going to do some healing. Yes, I was about to say... 19. Okay. And what was the target number? It's a difficulty of 8. So you are you are successfully able to heal. Yes. It's a plus 2D to medicine. Okay. Ooh. Another 19. Nice. Ah. Plus 1. 20. <laughs> 20. You succeed quite handily. Julian. You're starting to come out of the deep coma that you are in. And it feels like you're starting to float to the surface. Okay. 
I've been doing this several times. I'm imagining he's coming in, but... Medicating me periodically. All right, so Julian, as he is regaining consciousness, is actually going to have a little bit of a dream. It's back to his childhood. He's out in the, in the wild, starting to snow, and he and his brother, Jolin, are tracking... They're following a set of animal tracks through the snow. Julian is a little bit more preoccupied with the snow. Um, his brother tells him to pay attention because he is being taught how to track by his brother. He's and your pre- brother is actually older than Yes. Julian at this point is pretty young. He's about probably about seven. So they are about to go over the, the rise of a snowbank, and then they see the animal that they're tracking. So his brother kind of tells him to, to hush up and quiet down. So they are peering and watching um, this animal, and this animal looks like it's it's frightened for some reason. It's sniffing the air. And then Julian notices it's in a clearing, but on the opposite side, there's a tree line. He thinks he sees something moving in the tree line. And he starts to speak up and to his brother to ask him what it is, and his brother quickly covers his mouth. At the same time, an arrow from the side of the clearing comes through, goes right through the neck of the the animal that they were they were tracking. And then from that opposite side of the tree line, there's this like creak and crack of the trees. His brother grabs him, pulls him down beneath the snowbank, and you just hear this roar of probably a much, much bigger animal. They're pretty much motionless, trying not to be detected what's going on. This animal comes out and pretty much rips the other animals they're tracking to shreds. The sounds are pretty gruesome and they remain motionless for a while and the animal goes away. When Julian opens his eyes, he sees that the arrow was one of his father's arrow that shot the first beast. Then they hear his father's voice behind him saying, all right, boys, you can move. It's gone now. His brother goes off to get the arrow. Julian turns to his father and Julian is upset, like tears streaming down his face. And through the tears to his father, he's confused, he's upset. He doesn't know actually what to make of what just happened um, because the animal that they were tracking is a protected species, but his father shot it. So he questions his father, he's like, why let this animal protected? They're not supposed to be killed. His father pretty much says, yes, son, I know you're too young to understand this, but there are some creatures in this world that are too dangerous. And sometimes innocent creatures must be sacrificed to spare many others. And he turns around and he points across the clearing. And at that point, you see like the rest of a herd of that first animal emerge from the tree line and dart away from the woods. And at that point, I guess the dream fades away and he comes to, he's looking up at the light above the table where he is in the healing sand basement. Yeah. Actually, part of the dream, the animal being torn apart and everything, the smells of that are actually influenced because you're underneath a butcher shop. Yeah, okay. So, like, the, the smell of, like, actual butchering Mm-hmm. is actually, might have actually filtered into your dream and and prompted that particular memory. So, as he wakes up, who is in the room? Just Jer? Jer's there. I would imagine, and Chime is actually having a conversation with Katari. So, he doesn't turn, he doesn't look around, he just, I mean, he's been in a coma for a week. I imagine he doesn't have much strength, but he hears familiar voices so he's going to call out, as you can probably imagine, in this raspy voice, having not said anything for a week and not had anything to really drink for a week. That's and a lie. Water. <laughs> you, have been, you have this disgusted look on your face, like, ugh. Would it be, okay, wait, that's a question. Would it be like an IV situation? No, I was pouring water in your mouth because you need to drink. Force that, 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 does that work? For no, I mean, it could for somebody who has the. <laughs> I, it, it so could. I would imagine have, a really cool visual that I see 
Jared pouring water into his, cupping it into his hand and then placing it like on the skin of your bicep and then the water just dissolving into your bloodstream, like through your skin. I like put it on like a glove and then like press my hand on his chest and just like. Uh, I like that dude. Yeah, that's yeah. Better. So still not turning back to what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> just opening his eyes and just kind of squinting up at the light and blinking, he hears chimes and Guitari's voice in the corner not even knowing that Jer is there is going to say still a raspy voice because no water yeah. in, the, in the mouth <clears throat> Guitari water <laughs> <laughs> big old globule floats in no. like in space yeah. where it's just like this bubble of water <laughs> yep exactly so now, in this campaign, I'm taking the bubbles in rather than like, yeah, <laughs> coming out when you try to speak. <laughs> so yeah, I hand you a cup of water. At that point, he will look around and then it's like, oh, Jared, didn't know you were here. Jared doesn't say anything. He just moves off. He tries to sit up. Now he says something. Stop. Get your bearings first. He looks around. Is everybody there? Sam's sitting over at the desk. So, so Sam is there, Jer's there, Chime is there, Guitar is there, anybody anybody else? Or milling around, or is it just a... Uh, it seems to be pretty slow at this point. Okay. Looks around, it's like, where the heck are we? And Katari explains that you're back underneath the chop shop at the base that Healing Hands has set up. So while they're explaining this to you, a buzzer sounds. And Katari tenses. She actually pulls out a gun. There's something going on upstairs. Julian reaches for where his pistol would be. Nothing. Sam gets her <laughs> gun out. Clothes. Nothing, not even pants. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you got some pants. If that's how you want to translate what I said in the context of you having a gun. <laughs> He's gonna say that where's where's my gun? Shh. You can hear muffled voices from upstairs. We roll a just basic perception to see if we can make out any of the sure. voices. Anybody who wants to make a perception roll can. Right, yeah. One. Oh my gosh. First roll of season two. Hey, 24. I got a one on two dice. I got a one. So congratulations. Is that because of a plus? Yes. One. There you go, Jeff. It's not a zero. With a 24. So, 24. Of all the player characters, the only one to hear what's that things are getting loud upstairs is the one who can't come. really... Hey, I haven't heard anything in a week. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a fresh. Sharing all I, the things. I got a lot of catching up to do. You can actually... It sounds like you can hear a few shots and, like, pounding on the floor, like, footsteps. As, uh, it sounds like someone is running out of the shop. Katari kind of told him to be quiet, mm -hmm. so he's not going to be loud about it. But he's going to be like, gun! Like, waving his hands in the air, like, give me my gun. <laughs> your stuff is under your bed. So he hops out, uh -huh. and he's going to grab his gun. Okay. And you're wearing, like, some loose, basically, uh, like, scrubs type of thing. Like, loose-fitting pants and a shirt. Yeah. Um, he's going to make his way over to the staircase. All right. Anybody going to follow him, or are you all just going to... Fire axe. I'm, Straight I'm kind of in fear at this point right now. Of course. That is how Chime reacts to everything. Yeah, I think Sam would back him up. Okay. So you go up the stairs, and the butcher says, Fire Drake. Just went out the, that, that way. Immediately turns to, to Jer, since Jer was the first one to say... Oh, crap, he didn't grab it. He's, he, he's going to turn around and point back. He's like, my lighter, my lighter. Because he only grabbed his gun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I shot down to the door behind me. I'm like, lighter. So you would be right behind me, I guess. Get him a lighter. <laughs> I grabbed the lighter. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and... Lighter. Go ahead and make a reflexes. Okay. Twelve. Okay, easy enough. You, you you toss the lighter up. Yeah, you're you're able to pass the lighter to the guy who asked for it. <laughs> well, if you pass it to me, I'm like, light it. You know what to do. Oh. And then he's gonna put his fingers in the flame and okay. roll his willpower. Okay. 
And I need a fire is eight with 4D. I better be able to get eight with 4D. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, I did. 21. Stop wasting the good rolls. I know, I mean. <laughs> okay, and. I haven't done anything for a week, so. <laughs> so, as, as a reminder for our listeners at home. All right, so with that, any elemental, fire elemental, since it's the fire I used. Yeah. Within 100 meters, uh-huh. I can sense and try and connect to. Hopefully, that's why I was trying to do this quickly, was able to get it before... He's at the very tail of your of your range. It seems like... He's going fast. Yeah, he's they're moving... Well, it took you a little while to get up, up uh, out of the, the basement or everything like that. But the good thing is, <clears throat> if I can connect to him, then I can stay connected to him. Yeah. But I can tell which one is fleeing the area, so mm-hmm. I'm going to connect to that one. Okay. What is the general state of mind? I can also sense that. He seems angry, chaotic, maybe a bit gleeful for some reason. I'm trying to think, is there a duration on this? It doesn't say how long it lasts, like how long I can stay connected. Okay. And that has never come up before. So I'm going to put it this way, that Julian himself doesn't even know how long he can stay connected. Because I think before he has always chosen to disconnect at a certain point. Okay. So he doesn't know how long he can stay connected. And not wanting to run out through the city in scrubs and bare feet, wielding a gun to try and chase this thing down, he's going to try and persuade it to actually come back. Chasing it down in scrubs and a gun is a movie trope. It is, but it's not smart. (laughs) It's never smart. In a police state. Nick Fury is going to walk up to you and say, it's 2012. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So how are you going to try and convince this fire drake to come back? All right. So quickly looking around the the butcher shop, is it evident what what he shot? What the... The butcher was the one who shot. Oh, the butcher shot. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, well then I'm going to go over and start healing. No. The butcher butcher shot. shot Oh, the the butcher shot at the the guy. The butcher fired the shots. I thought the guy shot the butcher. Nope. He didn't shoot the deputy either. He's gonna <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna quickly ask the butcher then is like, what was it after? He says the, the guy came in, he started asking all sorts of questions about like if this was the, the headquarters for the newspaper. He also he had a tattoo of the that symbol that Katari warned us about. So I just assumed that he was a fire drake. I told him to leave and he said he wasn't going to leave until he got some answers and then things got a little violent. And so I shot at him. Okay. Um, he's going to speak to the elemental and try and do it the same way he did it last time with the fire drakes. To be this ominous voice that's speaking to the elemental and not identify. Trying to portray it as the elemental is hearing a voice telling it to do something as well. Okay. He's going to try and push it as this is a thought or idea that is coming into the, the, the elemental. elemental yeah. So, Inception. Does anybody else want to do anything while, while you are setting up this mental picture? Sam is going to go back downstairs and start packing stuff up. Okay. Did Katari stay down there? Katari is down there for the moment, yeah. Katari, the, the fire drakes know we're here. Well, we've got to stop them. Yeah, we got to stop them. But or move. Probably both. Do you know where they went? Julian's on it. That man was just in a coma. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, go use your military training to go find them. So do any of us know that you can talk to? Yes. Yes. But does Katari know that? Yes. Do I know that? I would imagine that. Okay, it would have been explained. Because in the heat of the moment, uh, Julian had Katari stand in his broken jar of dirt to connect to Abel. And Jaren knows how exactly how this works. Yeah. yeah. So I've even if Katari had no idea what that was about, that would have been explained in the week that that happened. So yeah, I'd like to think that we would have talked at some point and compared notes. Yeah. How often does that really happen? I mean, but if you're hiding out in a basement for a and, week and you have nothing else to do but talk. Yeah. yeah. And this huge event just happened. You're going to all right. Everybody spill their guts. Yeah. yeah. What's going on? 
yeah, if Tari knows that you have that ability, then I don't know if she'd be necessarily freaking out as much as he was just in a coma as yeah, you know, well, the, I, the so, ability that he's the only one who can actually contact that elemental and maybe track him. My thought is that, though, no matter what yeah. happens, you're in a coma for a week, you're going to wake up weak. Yes. And doing what he's doing now is going him in to the be coma. really taxing. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. put him in the coma. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it's... It, He's not trying to push out four elementals. He's just talking to one now. So. Yeah. And Sam's going to say, you know, it's not, I didn't do that kind of work in the military. I'm doing what I should be doing from my military training, getting the things we're going to need. You were in the military too. If you want to chase it so bad, go chase it yourself. No, it sounds like you're going to have to do some persuasion. Persuasion? Yep. Twelve. Uh, target number was 15. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I still keep packing stuff up. Yeah. All right, fine. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and cut back to... All right, so he's going to speak to the elemental. Julian's speaking to the elemental. And knowing that it was probably there to find out the location of Healing Hands, kind of whisper to it says, you know you probably shouldn't go back there without some evidence. More than just your word. Uh, now, do you need to make a roll for this? Or? I, it's persuasion against the elemental, which is 8d plus 1. 8 Can you tell what I upped? <laughs> I upped my persuasion. 30. 30? Okay. It's like, alright, you can hear him thinking, we can, we can get the box. We can, we can do this. We can circle around, we can go in the back, we can... Firebomb it, you can get the box. That's what we went for there anyway. Julian's gonna just walk back down to Katari. Okay. And it's like, it's coming back. Coming back for the box. Whatever the box is, it's gonna come back through the back and try and do something with fire to get to whatever box it's after. It's on its way back. She blanches. What? It's coming back? It's coming back. I, I figured we didn't want it going somewhere reporting where we are. Now we have a chance to stop it. So you're saying that we're going to have a fight with a fire drake here in our base. Uh, take it out or let it go back and report Keep where packing. we are. Keep packing. Keep packing. I never stopped. I never stopped. Packing stop. faster. <laughs> do you want it just going back and reporting where we are or do we want a chance to take it out? Yes, but this is just going to draw more attention here. You are part of the Healing Hands. You know very well that staying still is never a long-term option. <laughs> ching, ching, Jerland. <laughs> you know full well. You have two places where you live. <laughs> you know full well that staying put is never a long-term option. Yeah, so that box, box, which you didn't really want to disclose what's, what's in actually in it. You said it was a money in a ledger of names. Okay, if, if it is, where is it? We need we to protect it. We don't have time for that. It's in a safe location. Oh. Uh, well, it's coming back for it, so... Hopefully it's not here. We need to protect it. Because I'm out. Pistol still in hand. Not finger on the trigger, mm. but he's just going to point. Now he's pointing with the pistol. And he's going to say, and you need to actually do something and not just leave. Okay, so here's, here's my thought. So it's Katari. If we can subdue this thing, not kill it, maybe we can interrogate it. See what, we can, what information we can get from it. You know, because I, I have no idea why they want this box so much either. Does anyone know how to subdue a fire elemental? Yeah, Julian's going to look at Sam and it's like, do you think Shade would disclose how to kill an elemental Sam is going to say I don't think they can die but roll for shade yeah <laughs> well I just knew that whenever there was a rogue three fire we had a uh, fire resistant room that they would lock them in on the base you rolled on there. I don't know how they actually subdued them three three is Jeff Jeff you have shade and oh, while this is going on, I'm still connecting. I'm still trying to listen to what the fire elemental is uh, doing. Shade says, not die, but 
you can kind of say dispersed, but it's it's a uh, a lack of cohesion. Shade says they could be dispersed, like the water elementals for communication. And Julian speaks up, says so like, I I already know at least that much. Okay, so how do we do it? You yeah, you freeze a water elemental. How do you stop a fire elemental? How do you disperse a fire elemental? We don't necessarily want it dispersed either. We want it gone. If it's dispersed, it, someone could still glean that knowledge. You're picking up. It starts to feel stronger. It's getting closer. You're actually starting to sweat. Oh yeah, that's that's a byproduct anyway. I'm already no, sweating. but I mean, like you're starting to feel overheated internally. So I guess as Julian's totally focused on just trying to get this information. As he's talking, everybody else would notice that he's like sweating profusely. And Jer, you would remember the last time he sweated profusely was when he passed out. Yes. So Jer would start basically throwing cool water around his person, trying to bring down his core temperature. So you would just be like, "Why am I getting wet?" (laughs) Julie would be like, "What? What are you doing? You're about to pass out. Cut the connection." Do we want to know when it's here or not? We know it's coming. We'll prepare. I think it'll be pretty obvious when it gets here. Is this room fireproof? Nope. <laughs> it's, it's a printing press. <laughs> okay. I know this got stuff in the room is not fireproof. There's room for dust. Stuff everywhere. <laughs> it's the probably the second most flammable place in the city. The first being Julian's old apartment. <laughs> 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 the room itself could be made of concrete. Mm, it's fairly flammable. I mean... So he cuts the connection. Okay. And the water around you just starts to... It was starting to steam before because of the heat, and it just starts becoming more cohesive around you. As soon as he drops the connection and starts to feel the, the temperature change, he kind of just looks over Jerry's like, all right, you can stop now. And just pulls the water... Out into the sink. Sounds good. So as you guys are all panicking and running around, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Phil, as you round the corner of the dungeon, you see a pedestal rise up from the ground. On it is a green glowing potion pulsating with its own light. I roll to drink the potion. You don't even need to roll. You pull out the stopper, quaff it quickly, and discover that you're listening to Alzebo Soup, a literary podcast where we become our favorite authors by devouring portions of their brains. Oh, shit. Where's my save versus poison? No, 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 no. This is a good thing. Now you're getting all the knowledge of people who love speculative fiction talking about authors like Kelly Link, Jack Vance, Rudyard Kipling, and of course, our favorite gene wolf well this character is a bust i should just trouble up this sheet right now phil we're supposed to be promoting the show at alzabosoup.libsen.com all right i'm rolling a dwarf or wherever fine podcasts are listened to (laughs) and we're back so you have a fire drake approaching you julian's gonna quickly put on his regular clothes including his shoes (laughs) Okay. So he's not barefoot. Sounds good. And his collection of things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ready my axe. Okay. Sam, are you going to keep on hacking, or are you going to... I mean, I have my gun sitting kind of on the table, but I'm collecting papers that look important or things that I've notes that I've taken during the past week. Okay. As you are all doing that, you start smelling smoke. <sighs> Julian looks at Sam, snaps, and is like, see, see. Oh, see, I touch your shoulder and I roll my seven down. <laughs> I like how Julian's like, I know what I can use. <laughs> Give it. And this would probably be your first hint that Julian sees more than my seven. Target number is 20. It's coming through the basement of the building that's next door. Like it's dropped down. And it's starting to melt its way. So, yeah, he points directly at it. It's like, it's there. Axe is ready. Pulls up a water shield. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So Sam is going to do the same thing to everybody. Give everybody vision 
Okay. If I have enough time to touch people. Do we really want that, though? Unless you're going to make it dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By all means. Do we roll for everybody? Yes, okay. roll for everybody individually. Individually. 21. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chime's got that vision. 20. And then... Katari. Watch it not work on myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, There. (laughs) Fate point? (laughs) Yeah, character points, right? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's 12. There's 20. Yeah. So. And then darkness. Watch it roll all ones. No. Target 15. Uh oh. <laughs> Six. Oh no, you got it. 10, 16, right there. Yeah. So it's suddenly dark. But we can all see this bright light in front of us on the wall. It's getting, it's expanding. Like you can see the different levels of heat. It's cooler around the top edges. And then it gets warmer and warmer and warmer, and you can see like two handprints, one on top of each other. What does the elemental look like? It looks Fred like Sav- a Fred Savage. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a small dust devil made out of fire. Okay. So not one that Julian has seen before. And it's coming through the wall. Finally. Yeah, let's go ahead and roll initiative and see if Jeff can actually Which change. Which is just reflexes, right? I believe so. <laughs> so. Seven. Thirteen. I also rolled seven. Is that for Katari or for the elemental? Elemental. What did Katari roll? Eight. Alright, you two, who has the higher reflexes? I got 2D. 2D plus 1. Nice! Ah. <laughs> Nine. Alright, so the elemental goes first. It makes sense. It bursts through the wall. Who is standing closest? I would imagine the guy with the shield. The guy the with axe. The, the shield and the axe. Yes. So how big is the wall it's coming through? Is it the heat enveloping the whole wall? No, it's it's a good portion of the wall, but about it's about the middle half, and there's a quarter of the wall on each side that doesn't, that hasn't. Okay, so Julian would actually have gone up against the, the wall. The cool part of the, the wall? The cool part of the wall that it's coming through. Okay. Chime is running up the stairway. No, he's not running up the stairway. He has a gun ready. Okay. Pointed at the wall. Sam would have been kind of <laughs> at the corner to where get a clean shot towards the hole, towards where it's coming through. Okay. So he burst through the wall, Kool-Aid man style. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Where's the box? <laughs> hey, Kool-Aid! Kool-Aid! <laughs> and it um, shoots a guy to fire at you. I, with my water shield, hold it up in front of me. Yeah, that was going to be an extra normal thing because the shield is like basically using it like in a spell, I would imagine. Gonna be great. Ten. Thirteen. Uh damage. Roll physic. Yeah. When in doubt, roll physic. Who convinced this guy to come back? (laughs) Three. (laughs) Bye bye, Jer. Ten. You might want to nineteen. How many character points do you have? 15. You might want to spend. So you're at 16 points of damage right now, which is dead. D E D dead. Hey! Exploded die. So you just added 10. So now you're down to 6. 6 points of damage. Which is wounded. So you can spend one more character point if you want. 3 points of damage. Which Which is is stunned. stunned. I can handle stun. Okay. Two character points. Ah, ah, ah. 
this burst of heat just savages your water shield. It, it pretty much all steams off, and it actually starts to roast your arm. Question. Yes. Can it see in the darkness? It's a very, very good question. He was standing right in front. Of, you were standing right in front of the whole yeah. night. Yeah. So it would. That one would have hit. Right, but it can't see anything. In, it would be like the, the darkness is what? Yeah. How big is the darkness? Is it is a four meter radius. Like so the whole room is not dark. Yeah. Okay. That was its turn. Okay. Who's next? Next is Julian. Julian's gonna shoot it. Yep. And Julian can, can see. see. Yep. Yes. He cannot see. Okay. Um, so you can't see the dial. Right. Yeah. So we're just gonna go by. We'll see what happens. All right. So without a dodge, what is the target? Any defense roll plus ten. See, I'm going off the combat summary here. The passive defense value is 10. So yeah, we'll, we'll just go with a, a defense value of 10. 10? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he's not able to make... He doesn't know it's coming, right? Yeah. 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 Oh! oh! You... Ouch! <laughs> Told you. you I'm gonna gonna spend come on, Jeff! Good I'm going <laughs> to spend some character points. <laughs> come on, Jeff! You can roll better than that. <laughs> because I got a five. <laughs> On 40. Yep. Character point, number one. Hey! hey I got an 11. Smart. I got a 12. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. So I hit. Yeah, you hit. 3D plus two. Damage. Hmm. Okay. That doubles the dice. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> God, are you trying to kill this guy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he is. It's much better. Yeah. Twenty-nine. I got fifteen. So I'm trying to see it's if I'm fourteen. It's more than wounded. Oh. I thought Maybe you had six. to declare use of a fake point now before the uh, before the roll. You did. You did that. I did. No. The GM's trying to use it. Now, I'm not telling the GM how to GM. I think it's... <laughs> I make up the rules. <laughs> Worst part about killing him is we'll have another rogue fire elemental. Shh. He already knows that. What did he forgot? What did you do, Ray? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Alright, fine. So you drop the dude. He's bleeding out. What do y'all want to do? What is the elemental doing? It's staying in the body. It's trying to actually melt out the, the lead and then cauterize the wound. Pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Julian's going to run over to Sam. Like, Sam... We need to know how to either kill or detain an elemental. And so, Shade, how do we trap an elemental, a fire elemental? Ice. Shade says we need ice. The only place I know that has that much ice is outside the dome. We, we've done enough to uh, draw attention to ourselves yeah. in this city. Can you make ice? That yes, you can. That's how the awesome. Ice Age started. By your powers combined. <laughs> oh, I'm Captain Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I mean, that's a, at this point in human history, that's a more preferable superhero than Captain Global Warming. But <laughs> should we try it? Should you not try it? <laughs> should, should I eat it? <laughs> <laughs> Like, how, do we encase the whole body or what? A good question. <laughs> Maybe we should get some more information. So, Shade, what do I do with the ice? Shade's not giving anything. Oh my gosh. <laughs> roll for Shade. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll for Shade. Nine. Shade's not giving any information. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's gonna turn to 
Julian. So where is the elemental? In I the mean, body. So, like, it's in it, localized somewhere like, in the body. You can talk to it, right? Not now. Oh. I can see it. What? Is the darkness still up? Yes. Yes. Okay. Four minutes. Four minutes. Yeah. Okay. Because before elementals have been sitting outside of the body. Kind of like uh, the baboon on the back. Yeah. Yeah. So this one is... This one is retreated into the body because it's trying to save it. Okay. Like... It's it's inside of the body. So we just wrap the whole so, thing in ice. Yeah. Encase them in ice and... Shall we make it so we can breathe? No. He did just try to kill us. This is very true. <laughs> Pulls water over the entire uh, person. Katari's <laughs> like, but we got to figure out what what he's trying to do. So I leave him. Like, leave him alive. Okay. The fire. The elemental won't die. We've already been told. By an elemental, Julian points out. He's a good one. Julian looks at, uh, at at Sam and does the whole like. <laughs> I'm known worse. <laughs> and Sam will actually shrug to that. <laughs> so we are encasing the body. Just leaving like the nose and mouth uncovered. And not doing like a, a core freeze, but just like a, a shielding. Yeah. And then, so after it's wrapped in water, I'm going to bring in a bunch of air and like. Just circulate around it until it yeah, try to draw freezes. all the heat. Go ahead yeah. and make me an extra normal roll for that. Eight points. Yeah, yeah. he does benefit. Yes. Gosh. 30, 40. You're not as powerful as Eight, I think it genuinely uh, qualifies as a heroic role. I don't know. I mean, it's more legendary than heroic. (laughs) I'll go ahead and give it to you. Okay, that's good. (laughs) You make it so cold, if Bear was in the room, he'd be like, ooh, it's chilly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I imagine like it being so cold that that wall that was just hot just like cracks. Mm. Ooh. Starts fracturing. There might be some structural damage now to the it was a load bearing. To the bo- <laughs> <laughs> the basement wall wasn't load bearing. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yup, it's a load bearing. What have you done, Ray? <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> I didn't say it. You did. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, we're going to go ahead and say he's unconscious. What does the elemental look like now that it's encased in ice? <laughs> so, I imagine it like shrank. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so like, like a little ember. Yeah, I was kind of imagining that like the whirlwind has like slowed down and it's like collapsed in on itself and it's now like a looks like a hard fire. So yeah, Julian's gonna take out his lighter and since he was right by Sam, just light it, hold it out, and say, "Would you mind?" So Sam grabs it, puts his hand in the flame again, Okay. and then rolls his willpower. So uh, I just needed an 8, mm-hmm. and I got at least a 12. Okay. Alright, state of mind of the fire elemental. Sluggish. He's going to speak to it in his head. Okay. So, so how does this feel? Sounds like it. (laughs) (laughs) So, what were you here for? You're not looking so good. So, I wonder. We can keep you on ice indefinitely. I wonder what's that going to do to you. I mean, eventually, that little flame of yours was going to go out. More than kill you. 
Yes, yes, yes. We know about your desired killing. But what were you here for? It doesn't say anything. It seems like it's starting to sputter. Does it look like it's fading mm-hmm. as well? Julian's going to speak up to everybody else. He's like, I'm not getting anything out of this elemental. Well, then why don't we try getting something out of the person, says Katari. Chime, you've got interviewing skills. Don't you, don't you think you could do something? I can't interview him if he's unconscious. You can wake him up. That's not the hard part. You wake him up, the elemental will take control again. I've Poss- seen it. Possibly. We've got to take a chance. And if it's in ice, what 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 I'm going to do? If we were being told the truth. Katari says that? Yeah. Julian's going to kind of chuckle at that statement. It's like, huh. And it's coming even from a proxy. Okay. I was going to check the guy's vitals. They're thready, but there is, he's still there. Then I'm just going to knock on the ice and see if he wakes up. Snorts a little bit. Why is it so, so cold? When it wakes up, does the elemental change at all? No. Why were you coming here? Who is that? Your voice is familiar. Do I recognize him? No. Choler, is that you? Yes. I'll ask you again. What were you looking for here? I was looking for the, the box from Delby's house. And what made you think it was here? Surveillance. We saw a girl from Healing Hands with the box. And when we went to her place, it was gone. We thought that they moved it to, to where they were. Unfortunately, they're not that stupid. I mean, we've got, we've got three of them. I mean, this is only the fourth, but you'll tell the others to go after the last one, right? Of course, of course. Have you heard, is there a lead on where it could be? I was told to focus on this one. Go to sleep now. Uh, that sounds like you're trying to use your power. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, is he feeling panicked or anything? Oh well, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you feel panicked if all? I, of a I sudden would think so. So that your 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 that proxy just, that gives me an extra plus one. Yeah. So. Twenty-three. Actually, no. Twenty-five. His mouth just kind of slacks open. He's kind of held in place by the eyes. So it's like his lips just kind of pooch open a little bit. And like regular breathing starts. It's like, did you just put him to sleep? I guess I did. I'm going to check his vitals again. Okay. Ten. Pretty much the same as before. Uh, Ready, but there. It seems like his pulse went up a little bit when he was awake. So the elemental, any change? Mm, no. It's, no. it's still there, but just... Correct. Little bit of living space. Atari, what's in the box? It has a portion of a computer program in it. What's the program for? It's called New Lock. What does it do? Well, it's Marnoline. In origin? Or in government. Oh. That still doesn't tell us what it does. What does it do? Is it something you stole from them or you created? No, 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 no. It it came from Delby's house. Well, we got that much from the proxy. So Delby was warrant officer for the army. Julian would have no idea who Delby is at this point. None of us would know who Delby was. But we would. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, because they were They've met talking him. to us. Yeah. Or would we, because at that point, would it have been public knowledge that Delby confessed to the the bombing and the side shot? Yep. Is that being spread, that Delby confessed to the bombing? Yeah. Okay. But as far as we know, we think he's still alive. Well, we already know that Delby didn't do the bombing. Yes, but he was involved in something a lot worse. Like what? Is that why you were trying to recruit him? Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, we we were... Recruit him? We were trying to work with him, yes. He told us that he had been approached by members of the Healing Hands a while ago. Well, five of you get around. I mean, you guys spun this web of 
deception, like Healing Hands was this elaborate organization. Come to find out, you guys are in the basement of a butcher's shop, and so far, you and one other person are the only people I've seen. Okay. I mean, you don't know everything. The point is, what does the program do? <laughs> it was developed by Rednecks and your spot. By his father? Yes, Maxon. So this is an old program? Yes. Maxon was a computer programmer. He came up with Newlock. Newlock revolutionized Marlene's computer systems, and it actually became the governing body of Marlene. The crown has always been a puppet after Maxon died. So, yes, we've been working with Delby. So did Delby have all four portions, or just the one that Just one. Have? Just one. So there are four parts? And it sounds like the fire drakes have three of them. Five. There are five parts. They have three of them. Mm -hmm. So why do the fire drakes want this? So it's a computer program that can take over other computer programs and basically become the government. That's how they plan to take over, overthrow the council. <clears throat> yeah. So if you... Or is that how you, Healing Hands, were planning to overthrow the council? I had my doubts. I don't think that it was going to be as beneficial as other people seem to think that it would be. So the answer to that is yes? That was never the intent. What was the intent, old man? The intent was for a stable structure of technology not to be used as maliciously as obviously the fire drakes would want to use it. But it would be in the way that Delby and the Marnoline infiltrators were planning to use it and how the Healing Hands were planning to use it. It would have been a much more bloodless solution to the council problem, don't you think? To be governed by a computer. In theory, it would be more bloodless, but we don't even know who's on the council. Computers don't have passion, though, or compassion. That's why I said in theory. Well, we know the council doesn't have much compassion either. How do we know we're not already being run by this program? I think we would know. We're not being run by this program. Have you met a council member? No, but I remember the program. Well, if you know so much about this program, it's not so much, just enough. Can they do anything with just three or four of the parts? Or they absolutely need all five? They need all five. Where's your box? Get the box out of the city. We need to do more. Because there's only one person who had who might probably could help us get that information. And that person is Crom Dolby. She wants us to break out a terrorist. I mean terrorist is a strong friend. I mean, that's what he's being friend. labeled as. So if we can't get him out, we're we're gonna to have to kill him. Kill, I can some, handle one of them. kill somebody who's being framed for something they didn't do. Yes. I need to know more about this crumb, Delby. Getting him out's not going to be easy at all. No. Killing him will be. Easy her, but it's still not easy. You've worked with Crumb? Mm-hmm. What is he? Common? Innate? Proxy? He's an innocent man. He's an idealist. We get him out. Don't kill him. Looks right at Sam as he says that. Fine, fine. I don't know. I mean, sometimes a few innocents need to be sacrificed so that more can keep going. Jerry's just shaking his head. That's never how it needs to happen. Julian says, you're right, Katari, but this is not one of those situations. And with that, we're going to go ahead and call it an end to this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Bone Growers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. 
If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater, and also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.